0: yo what is up everybody it is your favorite fat boy Ray, coming at you with another fat boy takes first and foremost i want to apologize to all of you because your boy has been slacking on the pod but i'm about to get back on my pod grind just what's been going on with me is just like i've been working a grip and then i've just been pushing the pod off i've been being lazy i'm gonna keep it real but i'm over that shit i'm gonna just keep grinding the pod you know i like doing this so i just gonna stop being a little weenie and i'm gonna start grinding the pod like I was. If I get fucking hits, I get hits. If I don't, I don't. This is just fun to me. It's my hobby. I'm just going to keep at it. I'm going to just keep doing it for fun. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, that's what's going on with me. I've been being lazy. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. But I'm back, and I'm going to try to do it weekly. I will do it weekly. I'm not going to say I try. Fuck that. I'm going to do it weekly. Let's fucking go. But yeah, on today's pod, we're going. I'm going to talk about the most impressive teams in the NFL to me and the most disappointing teams to me in the NFL so far what are we're like week 14 yeah we're week 14 oh the only reason I know we're in week 14 is because your boy made the fucking fantasy fucking playoffs baby let's fucking go so good luck to whoever made the fantasy football playoffs good luck to you I hope your team fucking rips it this weekend uh it was pretty crazy how I made the playoffs actually because I was going into the Monday night game, the Seahawks-Vikings game. I needed, uh, I think, like 25 points. Yeah, I needed 25 points or 26 points. And I had three players left to play. I had Wilson, I had Lockett, and I had Rudolph. Peep this out, though, everybody. I had to pick up Rudolph on the waiver because I've been waiting. Evan Ingram has just been injured. And one of my boys offered to trade me mark andrews from the fucking ravens mind you everybody like a lot of the paws were saying not to pick him up because you know he was just going to be a blocker and the ravens were using like all these all their other tight ends and that shit ended up being dog shit so uh i was wrong about not getting andrews but you know fuck it whatever back to the story so basically i have kyle rudolph i picked him up on waivers like i think on Saturday, I forgot what day. So I pick up Carl Rudolph on waivers. I have Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett. Mind you, I'm like, you know what? And then like, well, also Edelman balled out for me that Sunday night game. So he's the reason why I only had to get 25 points. So then I'm like, dude, I I'm automatically gonna, I'm gonna make this shit. You know, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna make it. I only have to get 101. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna make it, dude. At halftime, I'm not even going to joke. I was shook. I was like, holy shit. I'm not going to fucking make it. Unless Russell Wilson steps his shit up, I'm not going to make this fucking, this, these playoffs. I'm like, shit. So basically, you know, I'm like, okay, fuck. And then Kyle Rudolph had zero receptions and Tyler Lockett had zero receptions at the half. So I'm just kind of like, fuck. Uh, whatever. I I start working at 7. I clock in. And like, I come, I, I go to break two hours after. Obviously, the game is over. And I just look at my phone. And I look at the group chat with all my friends from the fantasy. And they're just all like, holy shit, GG's, GG's. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I hadn't even looked at the score, right? So then I go back to the, to the, I check the app. And the app takes forever to load. And then I'm just like, fuck. And it was, like, stuck at, like, 96 to 101, saying I had lost. But then, like, when it updates, it just, it's like, boom, Modelo time, 107, the principal, 101, and I'm just like, yo, let's fucking go. And then I go to the phone, and I see Wilson drop 16, and fucking Carl Rudolph, fucking last minute waiver wire pickup, drop 15 points, got my ass into the motherfucking fantasy playoffs. Let's fucking go! Thank you, Mr. Kyle Rudolph. Sorry, Mr. Juan. Get fucked. <laughs> but yeah, I got into the playoffs, so that's good. So yeah, uh, yeah. Now that I, sorry, I got a little bit off topic, you know. But I wanted to tell my story about making the playoffs. So uh, yeah. So basically, I'm gonna go over the the most impressive teams so far in the NFL and the most underperform the teams that are just like the most disappointing. Like, ugh. And then I'm also we're also gonna do NBA talk. Uh, I'm gonna talk a lot about the Bucks today. Uh, I know there's a lot of Bucks fans out there, but yes, I'm gonna talk about the Bucks today. The Bucks have been rolling, so it's time to it's time to give them motherfuckers their respect. That team is like on a 14 game win streak right now, and yeah. So NBA talk. We're gonna talk about the Bucks, and then we're gonna talk about all the other squads. But mostly this part will be, you will have a nice little breakdown of the Bucks. Uh, So basically, that's what is on tap for today's pod. So NFL, most impressive, most disappointing team so far until week 14, and then NBA talk. Hopefully, you guys stick around. It looks like this pod is going to be a long one. I do have a lot of notes, just so you know, so this pod will be pretty long. So I suggest you grab some drinks, grab a beer, grab something, grab a snack, chill out, and enjoy. Let's get to it all right so let's get into the to the most impressive and most disappointing teams first let's do the impressive teams the most impressive teams that's just kind of how to have it lined up so let's go let's talk about the ravens the ravens are 10 and 2 currently right now uh heading into week 14 basically the way those guys are winning is lamar jackson is playing lights out the defense is playing lights out uh Lamar Jackson will probably be the MVP. I don't see anybody taking the MVP from Lamar Jackson unless they start losing. But I don't see the Ravens losing. Because I think the Ravens play Cincinnati one more time. They play the Bills. The Bills are probably the hardest team they have left to play. So the Bills are the only team that can probably hand them an L. Because I think the last three weeks of the season for the Ravens is pretty light. So if they if they don't lose to the Bills, they will go like uh 15 and 3 or or 14 and 3 or whatever. Uh if they don't lose to the Bills. So basically the way those guys are doing it, Lamar Jackson is balling out. Uh Mark Ingram is having a really good year as well. So they got a run game. Their run game's good. Lamar Jackson obviously doing his thing. He's passing the ball well, he's running the ball. He I don't know. This dude just looks unstoppable right now. He looks, he looks fucking great. Like this. Let's just be honest. The man looks great. He's just fucking beasting on everyone. Uh, and I didn't. To be honest, at the beginning of the season, he everybody knew that Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was like the question mark. They were like, okay, what are they going to get from Lamar Jackson? Like, is are they gonna get? that dude is just trying to run all the time. Uh cuz that was that was his big knock. This guy's not a quarterback. All he can do is run. He's a running back. Dude, he has proved everybody wrong. Um he's I mean, I know he's up there for like most yards uh thrown too. So it's like obviously he proved all the haters wrong. He's doing his thing. He has his team right now with the first week by in the playoffs. So congratulations to the Ravens. That's to me is probably it's not the most impressive team to me. But it is pretty damn impressive what they are doing. And I'm going to be honest. The next team I talk about is the most impressive team to me. Out of all the teams I'm going to talk about. And the reason I say that. Because this team went from being absolute shit. To like turning it around in a year. And just stomping everybody's shit out um so big ups to the 49ers and to my boy greg that man i've known that man for like two years already and that man has always stuck with the niners even though when i would roast them when they were getting shit on dude he'll just be like dude our time's coming bro our time's coming so i'm happy for the niners and the niner fans that you know their boys are doing good like man the niners are just killing everybody they're able to run the ball on anybody I have not seen anybody stop the run against the Niners. So the Niners run game is fucking legit. So the run game is getting them their dubs. Also Garoppolo is doing his thing. When Garoppolo has to throw, he's making the right choices. He's doing he's he's doing what he has to do to win. Because that's a, that's one of the things everybody keeps saying. Garoppolo's a question mark. Garoppolo's a question mark. No, he's not. The games he's had to throw, he's won. Except for like the the Seahawks game but they w- they would have won that game if it wasn't for the rookie kicker missing the kick. But it is what it is. That's football. It happens. Shit happens. They're going to get another crack at the Seahawks last game of the season. Um but the Niners do have have the hardest remaining schedule in the NFL. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh they played the Ravens last week. They play the Niners this week. And I still think they got they well, they got to play the Rams I think one more time. And they play the Seahawks, the last game of the season, at Seattle. So uh, that schedule's pretty damn tough. We'll see how they finish the season out. Uh, And also, they're not hosting a. They're not the number one seed anymore since the Seahawks beat the Vikings uh, this last Monday night. They dropped to like the fifth seed, which is weird. They literally they're literally ten and two. So basically, they went from from having a first week bye. To just to not even being able to host a home game because the Cowboys, if the Cowboys win the division or the Eagles, that's who they'd be facing, and those guys are gonna be the ones that host the home game. Which is fucking crazy to me. I don't understand that shit. But I get I get the whole whoever wins the division gets to host a home game. I get that. But that shit's a shitty ass rule. Especially with how bad the NFC East is right now. So that's kinda shitty for the Niners. But like I was now back on topic. The Niners to me are like the most impressive team, because literally those dudes were terrible last year. Yes, Garoppolo went down, and they were just terrible. They seemed off. But now everything's looking good. The run game's looking good. The defense is looking good. Uh, Nick Nick Bosa's just fucking killing it. He's getting he's man that there's guys are just sacking quarterbacks left and right. The defense is legit. The run game's legit. Uh, their cornerbacks are legit. This team is legit. Like, no more disrespect than the Niners. The Niners are here. They're arrived. These dudes are trying to get to the Super Bowl. Good luck to them against the Saints, though. It's going to be another hard-ass game for them. Like I said, these dudes have the hardest schedule left in the NFL. So good luck to the Niners. That, to me, is the most impressive team right now. So, yeah, the Niners. Impressive as shit. So good for the Niners, and now let's talk about the Packers, the Green Bay Packers, everybody's favorite. Not my favorite team, but a lot of people love the Packers, the fucking cheeseheads. The Packers have been killing it. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is gonna do his thing no matter what. We know this. Uh, The Packers defense is—it's not amazing. It's like middle of the pack. It's okay, but it's getting them wins. Enough, and then the thing that was impressive to me with about the Packers was that Devontae Adams went down for a couple of weeks, and they still got wins. Even though they got, they just they got killed by the Niners. The Niners murdered these dudes. Like I'm not even let's just be honest. The Niners put these motherfuckers in a body bag. But since then they bounced back. They got a win this past weekend against the Giants. Um, um. So like I said, Aaron Rodgers is good doing. Aaron Rodgers things, getting them dubs, Uh, the defense is like middle of the pack, it's good enough to get them wins, they currently have the lead in their division uh, with their schedule, I know they play the Vikings the last game of the season, they have to play the Bears as well, Uh, so, eh, they can still lose that division, or tie it, but, Regardless, they're gonna I know they're going to host a playoff game at home if they win. And currently they are the second uh seed. Well no. Yeah, they the Seahawks are. Never mind. I got confused. Sorry. Um so the Packers are going to have to play the first round. They're not gonna get a bye. Um but other than that, Devontae they like I said, it's impressive to me that they were getting wins without Devontae Adams. That they were getting fucking wins with like whatever receivers, Jimmy Graham, and the run game. So good for them. Big ups to the Packers. The next thing I'm gonna talk about is the Bills, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are currently nine and three. Um, they're playing good. Uh, their defense is legit. The defense is lights out. Like. A lot of people keep paying on them because their schedule. And I even say it too. Their schedule was literally the easiest schedule in the NFL. But those guys beat Dallas. They beat the brakes off Dallas, dude. Like in Dallas, Dallas. I know Dallas is playing bad. But Dallas is like the offense is a really, really good offense. You can say whatever you want. That offense puts up points and the Bills kept them to 15 points. So this Bills D is legit um obviously they get a lot of good field positioning because the defense so but yeah so the defense obviously the defense gets stops in good places they get takeaways and then you know it it makes it easier for josh allen uh josh allen has actually been looking really 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 good as of late josh allen has been running the ball well he's been making better decisions that was one of the big knocks on Josh Allen last year. When he was under pressure, he would make a lot of stupid mistakes. He's been cleaning that up lately. Um, so he's, you know, he's running the ball well. He's, he's not making, he's not doing those, those, throwing those dumbass interceptions when he gets under pressure. He's either, he's either taking the sack or throwing it out. Also, the O line has been protecting him better. So Josh Allen, he's been looking way better. That's another reason this team. Is nine and three. Josh Allen has been playing way better. He has more touchdowns than interceptions. Last year he had more interceptions than touchdowns. This year he's been he has way more TDs than interceptions. So big ups to Josh Allen and that defense. Also, John Brown has been fucking killing it. And mind you, the Buffalo Bills are getting W's without a run game. They do not run the ball at all they suck ass at running the ball which i don't understand why it is because david singletary is capable of running the ball with frank Gore. i don't know that's that has to do with the coaching um because they don't run the ball much so but john brown that man has been killing it cole beasley has been killing it both of the receivers have been playing very well that's another reason these dudes are nine and three john brown so basically the defense josh brown John Allen, uh, Josh Allen, John Allen, <laughs> no, but Josh Allen, Cole Beasley. Uh, if they can get the run game going, they're gonna look super scary in the playoffs. Cause we know that defense is legit; it's gonna hold teams to. It's well, it's not gonna hold teams. Well, it'll make it hard for teams to score. But we'll see how uh, Josh Allen looks in the playoffs. Cause I'm pretty sure the Buffalo Bills will make the playoffs if they get. I think if they beat the. They get one more win, that's it. They'll get it. Uh, with everybody else losing, one more win, they should be in. Um, what's I have two more teams on this list, by the way. Um, the next team I'm going to talk about is the Vikings. The Vikings last year did not make the playoffs. They were looking kind of weak last year. You know, uh, Kirk Cousins was looking like shit. Uh, but now that they got a run game, Dalvin Cook has been lights out. This man has been killing everybody. It's like, good luck trying to stop me. He is, the rushing, he is currently the NFL's rushing leader. I'm pretty sure he's going to win the rushing title this year. He's just killing it. Uh, that was the problem with the Vikings last year. They had no run game. So they literally had to throw the ball the whole game. That is not the case anymore. They'll run for his team now, and then they throw the ball. So basically, Dalvin Cook is just literally—he gets to hide Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins doesn't—it takes so much pressure off Kirk Cousins. That sounds so bad, and the reason I say that sounds so bad is because why do you need your running back to hide you? You're you're a pro. You should be able to do what you got to do. But whatever, that's besides the point. So, Dalvin Cook has been killing it. Also, Kirk Cousins, I know Kirk Cousins gets a lot of shit. Um, but Kirk Cousins, ever since he went on his podcast and he apologized at Thielen, he's been playing way better. Uh, Stefan Diggs has been playing way better as well. Yes, the thing with Diggs, is like really inconsistent. Some Sometimes you have those games that he just absolutely goes off. And then there's those games, one reception, two receptions. Also, Kyle Rudolph has been playing way better. I think he has a touchdown in the in the past four games. So that's another thing. Kyle Rudolph has been eating without Thielen. Thielen. That's another thing that's very, very impressive about the Vikings. They have been winning without their star wide receiver, Adam Thielen. I think he's been out since like week seven or, or eight or nine or something like that. And he, they keep getting wins without him. So that's pretty damn impressive. Like I said, that run game is probably the best run game in the league right now um so yeah they're just gonna get better once stealing comes back and the last team on this list the most impressive not this is not the most impressive team to me, but this team is pretty damn impressive for the simple fact that nobody thought that these dudes would be 10 and 2 right now i'm gonna be honest with you like i was i was like mm, they'll probably make the playoffs but they'll be, probably get in by the skin of their teeth Nah, dude. They have proved me wrong and a lot of other people wrong. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, is in contention for the for the most valuable player. And that man has been lights out, been getting these dudes dubs. Also, uh, Chris Carson has been playing very, very well. And then DK Metcalf has been has proved all the haters wrong. I was a dude that said, too, that he could not run routes. That was his big knock when he entered the combine, like, after college. And all everybody would say, what well, What was the meme? But can he run routes? Can he run routes? That's what everybody would say about DK, that DK cannot run routes. Man, this boy looking like he'd been running routes for years. So big ups to DK Metcalf for, for proving the haters wrong. I can't admit when I'm wrong. That man has been balling out. Uh, so big ups to DK Metcalf. Oh... Uh, also, Tyler Lockett has been—he was—he's been playing real, real well. He well, he was. He just hit like a two-game slump where he's been playing pretty bad. But before that, Tyler Lockett was lights out as well. So Lockett, Metcalf, and then they just got—they just added Josh Gordon. So we'll see how that all looks. Josh Gordon's gonna take a little bit of time to get acclimated, but I'm pretty sure once he's—he's he's ready to go, this team's gonna look fucking deadly come playoff time. And also. Uh, Rashard Penny has been playing real real damn good as well their other running back Um, this and also the defense is like mediocre as shit but the thing with this defense is that the defense will get the stops when they are needed and also like with the offense the offense can put up points so obviously you know the offense is gonna put up the points so it's like literally up to the defense like if the defense can get a stop It's like, all right, dude, you got to stop. Let's, you guys got to put up points. So basically it's like the thing that's impressive about this team is like the defense is not lights out at all. It is not like the Niners D. It is not like the fucking Ravens D or the Bills D. Like it's, it's like it does what it has to do and it gets the W's. So it's like whatever, like say what you want. I can talk, we can talk all this shit about the defense. But the defense comes through when when they have to. And then obviously the offense is fucking great. You got Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett, Carson. He's also there. Dude, the, this is the thing that's, that's crazy to me about Russell Wilson. My man literally is on his third string tight end. And his third string tight end is balling too. So that's another thing. This dude is... He's, made, he's he's kind of doing what Tom Brady does right now. And I hate to compare him to Tom Brady. But he's making some bums look amazing. So yeah. So big ups to the Seahawks. They're 10-2. and um, Their remaining schedule is... I believe they play the Rams this week. And then they play the Niners again. The Niners are probably their toughest matchup that they have left. So they have a really, really good shot of winning... Of, st- of going only losing three games all year. So I guess we'll see how it turns out. That's pretty much the list for the most impressive teams. Hopefully you guys can agree with me. Maybe we were not going to agree, but I didn't p- not put the Pats here because the Pats are the defending Super Bowl champs. It'd be kind of silly of me to be talking about the Pats right now because the Pats are t- obviously the Pats are 10-2. It's like uh, the Pats are like... We we already know what you're gonna get from the pets, you know, so it's like I'm not gonna put them on here. It's the fucking pets, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the for the for the impressive side. Now let's get to all right, yo. Let's talk about these disappointing NFL teams entering week 14. Rip. All right, so the first team I'm gonna talk about is the Chargers. The Chargers were a team that a lot of NFL analysts were picking to go. To, some even picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Obviously, I can see why they picked them. Obviously, Phillip Rivers was still playing decent. Uh, Melvin Gordon played good last year. Um, Keenan Allen had played well, well too. Hunter Henry, when he was on the field, he was playing good. And that defense was a good defense. So they had two really good safeties. They had the pass rushing. They was, the defense was good. All right. But, but, start of the season, Melvin Gordon holds out. That's one thing that fucked the Chargers. Um, another thing, um, Darwin James gets injured at the beginning of the season. He goes down. They, so they took a hit there. And then the O-line started going down. Every Like, everybody from the O-line started getting injured. So that affected the running game. Even though Austin Eckler was still doing his thing. It was just... They weren't doing enough to win. And then... Philip Rivers started playing like... Absolute... Garbage. I don't know... What the hell happened to Phillip Rivers? But Philip Rivers looking more washed up than ever. My man has been... Th- has been an interception machine the past couple of weeks. Um... He's a big reason they are losing. I hate to put the blame on just him. But he is definitely a big reason they are losing. Um... Also the defense, but Phillip Rivers has a lot to do with it. Phillip Rivers has literally thrown so many picks on the final drives of the game. Like, I think the stat is they've lost the last seven games by seven points or less. And it's literally like, yo, if you do not throw these picks, uh, you guys win the game. So, yeah, the last seven games by seven points or less... And a lot of those times they were driving and Philip threw picks, so yeah, that's also they are their record currently is four and eight. That is pretty damn disappointing. They lost a, a lot of games they should have won. Um, but I, but they, they, in order for them to turn it around, I think they need a new quarterback. That's just my take. I don't hate Philip Rivers or nothing like that, but I've always just said that Philip Rivers is a dude that always chokes, and. He's living up to the hype. He's living up to the to the Philip Rivers always chokes this year. He's proving me right. But I like I said, I don't hate Philip Rivers. Like he's a good dude. I just wish he wouldn't he he wouldn't be throwing all these damn picks. Sucks for the Chargers. But whatever. Hopefully they figure it out. You know, maybe they move on from Philip Rivers in the offseason. I know he's due for an extension. Or something like that Uh, just don't extend them guys got to try to get a new QB hopefully the defense gets defense gets healthy and then you know Melvin Gordon doesn't do some clown shit well I don't think Melvin Gordon was going to be there next year to be honest not after holding out like that and when Austin Eckler has clearly shown that he can he doesn't he can play good I think you just keep Eckler and you let Gordon walk and then you focus on getting a good QB I don't know if there's any good QBs out there but he can they can try to get a good QB. But yeah, that's one of the teams to me that's been very very disappointing. This team was like, I said, picked to go deep playoff run. They're not they're obviously they're not going to make the playoffs this year. The defense got injured. Phillip Rivers started playing terrible. So yeah, that seems one of the most dis, one of the more disappointing teams to me in the NFL. Now, let's talk about this is literally the most Fucking disappointing team in the fucking NFL. And if you don't agree, uh, you're fucking full of shit. Like, let's not play ourselves. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm going to be honest. I love these dudes, but I cannot defend this shit anymore. This team is literally the most fucking disappointing team in the NFL. Um, basically, these dudes were... The, this is a team... That was built to win a championship. Now. The window is closing. It's time to fire. I'm going to just say it. Time to fire motherfucking Jason Garrett. It is time. That's the first thing. So the first thing is. The defense has not been as good as it was last year. Last year they were getting. Piling up sacks. 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 Uh, I know they. I know. I know Vanderewska has been injured. But still. uh, What's his name? Got paid. Uh. Jamal got paid, and I don't know what the hell has been happening since he got paid. He hasn't looked the same. Um, So, yeah, basically, the defense has not looked the same. The offense has been better, but they are still losing. Like, the game they lost against the Jets, that was an inexcusable L. The defense looked like trash that game. The offense was terrible to that game. It was too late once the offense got it going. Another game, the Packers. The Packers game was another game. The Dallas Cowboys, let like, they were just disappointing that game. Dak threw two stupid-ass picks. Like, I'm just, this team was literally picked to go to the Super Bowl. So, like I said, the defense has looked terrible. Also, they're not feeding Zeke. Like, the games that they should be running the ball, like the Packers game, they weren't feeding Zeke. The Buffalo game, they could have fed Zeke. They didn't feed Zeke. This past game on Thursday night, they didn't feed Zeke. It's like, they're trying to have Dak Prescott throw the ball. I get it. Dak Prescott is averaging 300 yards, blah, blah, blah. Who cares if Dak Prescott is averaging 300 fucking yards a game? They're fucking losing. And Skip Bayless, can you please shut the fuck up? about qbr qbr is literally the most fucking useless fucking quarterback stat we don't give a fuck if Dak has the number one qbr in the league because him and the fucking cowboys are sitting at six and fucking seven so yeah that's for skip right there qbr this qbr that shit the fuck up with that shit they're fucking losing that's all that matters You think people are going to fucking remember Dex QBR when they're losing? Fuck no. All right, let me get back on topic. Also, they're also not feeding Amari. I've been noticing that they're going like less and less away from Amari. They've been trying to feed Gallup more. And it's like, why did you trade that first round pick not to feed Amari? And why did you pay Zeke not to feed Zeke? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Those are your two all-stars those are your superstars in the offense why are you not utilizing them and also i get it the offensive coordinator is a rookie but come on man you gotta gotta use your killers bro zeke and amari are hit our dex killers dude those are his go-tos and he's not going to them in these big moments and it just doesn't make sense um so like like i said these dudes just I think it's time to fire jason Garrett. They don't look like they want to win uh cuz this like I said this team also this team has decent corners. Like that was a big question was the corners, but the corners are playing well. Uh they're having trouble stopping the run. It's just like what do you do? Like this team is if this team makes the playoffs, they're most likely a first round exit. Unless some crazy ass turnaround happens, which I doubt. So to me, I feel like the Dallas Cowboys are the most disappointing team in the NFL this year because just, just like, and I know Jerry Jones feels the same way because he's like, look at the personnel up and down the roster. Like, I have, and the offense is ranked well number one overall, supposedly, because they have I believe number one number one passing. And then number eight run or something. Vice versa. Whatever. I'm not going to. You guys can fucking fact check me on that. Whatever. I don't fucking care. But these dudes look terrible. The team just looks terrible. This is the most disappointing team in the NFL this year. 100%. No arguing that. They've just been fucking ass. Whatever. Let's move on from them. Just tear Good luck on the first-round exit if they make the playoffs. Uh, another team that has been super, super disappointing is the Browns. But the thing with the Browns is it's like everybody, they bamboozled all of us, including myself. I was like, damn, dude, these dudes are loaded on offense. Najoku at tight end, Landry, Beckham, Nick Chubb. Like, that offense, there is no excuse for this team to be 5-7. and seven. Oh never mind. Their coach is fucking terrible. Fire kitchen's ass. He sucks as a coach. And also they made some bad trades. The O line is freaking terrible. And also Baker Mayfield has looked like doubt shit. So the Browns have been super disappointing. A lot of people picked them to go to the Super Bowl as well. We should not have believed the hype. I will not believe the hype on the Browns anymore until I see them do something. Obviously, they're not going to make the playoffs this year unless they get a miracle. Because the Steelers just beat them last week. So it ain't looking like they're going to make the playoffs. Another team that's super disappointing is the Eagles. But the Eagles actually have an excuse. The Eagles' corners, they were like on third string corners. Everybody was throwing on the Eagles. Like everybody. So for them, their defense was injured. And Carson Wentz kind of took a step back this year. He hasn't been—he hasn't been the old Carson, the Carson Wentz of old. But who knows? Maybe they'll turn it around. And yeah, hopefully you guys—you guys enjoyed this part of the pod um, because this was like, kind of hard to do because I had to go through all these notes. I had to look up all this stuff. Um, but yeah, um, those are the most impressive and most disappointing teams for me. And that concludes this part of the pod. Now we're gonna get into the NBA talk. Alright, now it's time for the best part of the pod. Just kidding. The whole pod is the best part of the pod. Just kidding. Alright, so NBA talk, yo, let's go. Alright, first and foremost, we're gonna talk about the Bucks. And the reason I gotta talk about the Bucks is cause we all been disrespecting the motherfucking Bucks. And the reason the Bucks have been getting disrespected is because the Lakers Everybody's been talking about the Lakers. The Lakers have been playing good, but their schedule was soft up until this past weekend. That Well, this past week where they beat the Jazz and Denver, which good for them. They played great. Also, round of applause. Congratulations to Melo for getting for finding a team. Good good job to Melo for landing on the Blazers. Now back to the subject. So the Bucks have been getting disrespected by everybody. And it's time that we all stop disrespecting the Bucs. The Bucs are currently on a 14-game win streak. They have, the, they have beaten the Clippers twice. They fucking killed the Clippers last night. I'm not going to lie. I was watching that game while watching, well, at halftime during the season game. The 15 minutes I watched of that game, the Greek freak was just, he meant business that game. You can tell he meant it was all business from the jump, like he was going off. Uh, basically, he, they he he blew up the well, the Bucks, not just him. They blew out the Clippers. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, Giannis is looking like the reigning MVP again. I think Giannis will probably end up getting MVP because it looks like the Bucks are gonna finish with the one seed. The Bucks right now just look right now. I mean, I gotta say right now because we don't we're not gonna know they implode. But I'm just saying, the Bucks currently look fucking amazing. Let me just, let's just go over some of the teams they've beat. They beat the Jazz. They beat the Clippers twice. They've beaten the Rockets. Uh, they've beaten the Mavs. They've beaten the Raptors. These are all really, really good teams that they are beating. So far, they're killing every. The only teams they've lost to, I believe they lost to the Celtics. They lost to the oh brain fart so celtics they lost to the heat but then they played the heat again and then killed the heat um who's the third team Mm, i don't know brain fart brain fart i don't know who the third team is but they lost to a third team but like i said their wins are pretty damn impressive uh everything's working for them guys right now giannis just looks good they're hitting threes and another thing that's impressive is that they've been getting wins without their second best player which is middleton uh, Middleton was out for three weeks No problem In that span of three weeks They only lost like one game um, The Bucks are just dom- Dominating They're scoring uh, I think they're like What top five in scoring uh, The defense is currently Ranked number one um, So they're doing What they gotta do to win And the Greek freak just Looks amazing right now Like from what I saw last night That man was balling That man just looks so unstoppable coming down the lane um it looks it's looking like the the bucks are the early favorite to come out of the east right now i know it's just like been six weeks of the nba of the the season but the bucks look great like they look scary shit um like i said the defense is good obviously they have a good coach um they're just killing it right now and i know uh they just got back Middleton, so they're gonna get even better. Um, that team is honestly the early favorite right now. Um, also, the defense is like I said. I've been I, thought, I already said the defense is good, but it's just scary. Like, and they're hitting the three ball with ease. Like, they're just killing it from three. And it's like shit. What do you do against that? Um, if that keeps up, it's just like GG's Eastern Conference. Um, but now let's talk about a little bit about more of the, the other teams. The Celtics currently are, I believe they're 16-5. The Celtics just destroyed the Nuggets last night. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are here. They have, well, they have arrived already. But those kids' game just looks so much better this year. Especially Jalen's game. There was a lot of people criticizing Jalen Brown's contract um Jalen Brown's constantly shutting up the haters every game the kid has been playing lights out uh, right now that that 20 million a year contract is looking like a damn bargain Jamal Murray got a max deal and he looked like absolute shit last night and Jamal like I said Jamal Murray's a max player Jalen Brown got signed for like 23 mil and that kid is just destroying everybody And also, same thing with Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum had a lot of haters. Oh, Jason Tatum's never going to be that dude that scores 25 points a game. That kid is currently at like 23 points a game right now. He's killing it. The Celtics just... The thing with the Celtics that makes the Celtics so good is that you... It's a good luck defending the pick and roll. They can pick and roll any player that's on the court except for the center position. And the Celtics are just gonna get even more scarier once Gordon Hayward comes back, because it's another player to pick and roll with. And the thing with all these dudes is they can all pass the ball, so it's like, what do you do against that? It's like you gotta watch for the pick and roll, the pick and pop, and if they take you on the pick and roll, it's 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 you can pick like you can all those players can little literally pick and roll with each other. Like Jalen can pick and roll, Uh, Jason, Kemba, Gordon. Those four players can literally all just pick and roll with each other. So that's like what makes that team so scary to me. And they're all defending, and the team is defending well. Their defense is a top five defense in the league. And the only issue I see with them is the bench is kind of questionable and the center position. But other than that, the Celtics look fucking amazing right now. So if you're a Celtics fan, you have a lot to be happy about because you had all that Kyrie drama last year, taking all these unnecessary L's. This team is like completely different, and this team really, really looks like they like playing with each other. So that's something else to look forward to because these dudes, the chemistry is there, and they're not even done building it. So that's another thing. And that's another thing about the Bucks. Their chemistry is really, really good, too. So right now, the early favorites in the East to me are the Bucks, and the Celtics. Like a lot of people were picking the Sixers to come out the East, because the Sixers were like, oh man, they got JoJo, they got Embiid. They well, JoJo is Embiid, but they got Embiid, they got fucking Al Horford, they got Ben Simmons, Oh, we signed Tobias Harris. That Tobias Harris contract is looking terrible right now. They should have. It's it's looking like they should have just let Tobias Harris walk and signed Jimmy Butler. Obviously, something went down right there because that no that nobody knows. Because Jimmy Butler, obviously, he already put it out there that something happened, but they don't they don't want to say what. And also, Ben Simmons has not been playing that great as of late, and they're losing. And Joel Embiid has not like I don't know what's going on with the Sixers, but they've been losing games they should have been winning. Um, the Sixers are kind of underachieving a bit right now, but who knows? The season is still long. So as of right now, six weeks, the Celtics and the and the, the Bucks look like the two best teams in the East, followed by the Raptors. Let's not leave out the Raptors. I know the Raptors, like a lot of people, are disrespect the Raptors all the time, but we you guys gotta stop doing that. The Raptors look good. Pascal Siakam, literally, I can't. I always talk about Pascal, but it's like, how can you not talk about this guy? This is a dude that everybody was like, okay. Um, the Raptors are done. The Raptors are done. No Kawhi, the Raptors are done. Hell nah man. Pascal Siakam been balling And Van Vliet as well. Like Van Vliet has stepped up his game so much. He he's averaging ten more points than last year. That that dude has stepped up a lot for that team. And that team that's like those teams that are getting like obviously the team that the thing that all these teams have in common is that they all play good defense. The C's, the Bucks, the Raps. They all play good defense and their and their offense is like a top ten offense. So to me those are like the three best teams in the East right now, followed by the Sixers. And also let's not sleep on the Pacers. The Pacers are finally starting to to look better. Brogdon is averaging twenty points a game. I think they're gonna get a the depot back in January. So we're gonna see what what the Pacers got once they got get all the depot back, um, yeah. So now, that's pretty much it. About pretty much it on the East side. Let's talk a little bit about the West. I got a chance to watch the Lakers play last night. Uh, the the Lakers look good. Um, but like the only concerns I have with the Lakers is, um, Anthony Davis and and LeBron literally carried the shit out of that team. And it's like, what are they going to do if they take away one of those players? Kyle Kuzma has not been looking good as of late. Um, but then again, I understand he was injured. So we got to see this. Give him like 10 more games before before we start talking shit. But also the Lakers schedule was soft, but we can't see that anymore. Like we got to stop saying that they had a soft schedule. That win in Denver was big. And then the next night, the win in Utah was big. And they blew out the Jazz the reason I say that 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 win in Utah was big, cause it's it's not that they Utah's been playing bad. I understand that, but it don't matter because the Lakers were playing on a back to back. LeBron played heavy minutes, and so did AD against Denver, and they blew the fuck out the Jazz. The Jazz looked like a fucking JV team. So good job to the Lakers. They're playing very very well. Um, let's talk about the other L.A. team. Let's talk about the Clippers. The Clippers to me. Uh are very very scary. Once Paul George and Kawhi figure it out, that team is just gonna start knocking dubs out the like dubs the, the their dubs are coming. They're gonna they're gonna go on a big win streak once Kawhi and once uh PG thirteen figure it out. Cause that team plays solid defense and that bench is scary as hell. Like Montrell Harris and Lou Williams have been shutting it the hell down. Like, the eye test says the Lakers... To me, the Lakers and Clippers are the two best teams in the East. Well, no, no, in the West. Also, the Nuggets. To me, the Nuggets... So, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Clippers are, like, the three best teams to me. Um, It's going to be one of those three teams that comes out the West. I can't really say... Like, right now, the early favorite is the Lakers. But I feel like once it's all said and done, once the Clippers figure out everything... That it'll be the Clippers. The only reason I'm gonna pick the Clippers is because that Clippers bench is disgusting. And yes, I know that the the bench rotations get shortened in in the playoffs, but if they get shortened, that means Lou Williams and Montreal Harris get more minutes. And those guys are the are the dudes that have been killing it off the bench. Um. So the Clippers look very scary. So do the Lakers uh so the my picks for the west right now still currently is those three teams one of those three teams is gonna come out the west um i know that i know the nuggets are taking outs right now but they're gonna figure it out that seems just too good not to um but yeah the lakers look fucking legit they look scary um but like i said my only knock on those dudes is i need to see more from kyle kuzma before we crown that team like, oh, this is the favorite. This is the favorite. Because you you, you can already see it with the Clippers. You know what they're going to be. You know once that team gets it together, it's going to be Kawhi and PG-13. And then Lou Williams and Montreal. Like, just the, the Lakers bench is kind of shaky. Even though I like Rondo. Rondo had a good game last night. He made two back-to-back threes. Uh, it's looking like that man got a J now. So good for him. That is one of my favorite players, by the way. I will never root against that guy. That dude is a baller. But yeah, um, and I don't really talk about the Rockets here because the Rockets, I just feel like the Rockets are not that good. Like, yes, they're winning, but you need James Harden to drop sixty points just to win. And also, I, I, like, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I hate watching James Harden play. Like. James Harden's game to me is not exciting one bit. I don't like to see a dude shoot 24 fucking free throws. I do not want to see a free throw contest when I watch a basketball game. So that's why I don't talk a lot about the Rockets because I will not go out of my way to watch a Rockets game. I just do not find James Harden's style of play entertaining. I'm sorry if I sound like a... Well, you know what? I don't give a fuck if I sound like a hater, dude. Fuck James Harden, bro. I'm not trying to watch that shit. I ain't trying to watch no 24 free throws a game. Um, So, yeah, I don't really talk about the Rockets because I don't try to watch them. But, like I said, I don't know. I just don't see that team being that good. Um, I think I still got the Nuggets over them. And I can't count out Joe Keek. Yes, I know Joe Keek is playing bad right now. Never mind. Joe Keek showed out last night against the Seas. Even though they took it out, he showed out. Um. So, yeah, for me right now, for the, so for the West, I got the Clippers or the Lakers coming out. Maybe the Nuggets, but I can't really say the Nuggets yet because the Nuggets seem to show me more. And also a lot can change, you know. Somebody can make a trade. I feel, like, I feel like the Nuggets need another shooter. Like, they couldn't buy a three last night. That shit was looking rough. But, yeah, other than that, like I said, I got the Clippers or the Lakers coming out. Um, so we'll see um I kind of want to see what the clippers look like 15 games down the road with uh with uh, PG13 and Leonard one uh, more time under their belt to to get that offense going uh but yeah clear fair at the Lakers right now I just like how uh like and also another thing I, another knock on the Lakers I still not seeing the the pick the deadly pick and roll over and over it's like I'm seeing AD ISO a lot. And it's like, why do you have AD ISOing a lot? Just pick and roll. Easy buckets. What the hell are you doing? Like, And also when they pick and roll, I've noticed they get a lot of easy lobs. Why wouldn't you just do that the whole game? Make it way easier for you. I'm still seeing a lot of LeBron LeBron ISO too. But whatever. Enough about that. I'm going to get out of here. I'm kind of tired. I had fun making the pod today. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I'm going to have Dr. Gabe on the pod very soon. Uh, he's been hella busy. Been working a lot too. He's been grinding. Um, also, I'm going to, like I said, I'm gonna try to do the pod more and more. Um, thanks for all the listeners thanks if you for fucking with the pot always I'm gonna do a giveaway soon I have a Jerry a, a Jerry pin that I got when I went to the Lakers Celtics game the Celtics game the year he died I'm going to be giving that out giving that out soon sorry I got tongue twister. but yeah we'll be giving that out soon uh, follow me on Twitter and IG. Uh, the Twitter is at FatboyTakes and the IG is uh, FatboyTakes, so I will be giving it out probably on Twitter. Um, so make sure you follow me on Twitter. I'll let you guys know when the when that giveaway goes live. Uh, it's a, it's like a I'll post the pin uh, on IG. Uh, so make sure you follow the IG so you guys can see what the pin looks like. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Uh, like I said, this is a long one. I uh, kind of ran out of gas at the end. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty damn tired. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for, for sitting through the, through the whole pod. Have a good night. Take care. Hope you guys drink some beer tonight and relax. Peace out, yo.